Hello, and welcome to The Bite, Hope Brooklyn's weekly podcast for bite-sized spiritual thoughts to inspire you as you center your life around God's great story. Thanks so much for listening. Hi, this is Nathan Cousins. Welcome to The Bite. This week, we come to the very end of this most famous sermon series of Jesus. Uh, Over the last few months of The Bite, we've heard some of Jesus' most well-known teachings, many of which have become common colloquialisms and cultural figures of speech such as judge not lest you be judged, don't throw your pearls before swine, the whole bit about the lilies of the field, knock and the door will be opened to you, what we know as the Lord's Prayer and the Golden Rule for crying out loud, do unto others what you would have them do unto you. You almost have to take off your shoes to count all the mic drop moments in these few chapters of what we call the Sermon on the Mount in the book of Matthew. Jesus has walked his audience through all sorts of pictures and stories and symbols of what he says the kingdom of God looks like, taking common cultural values and tropes of the day and redefining them, calling all people of God to a higher place and a better story. He speaks of spiritual disciplines, such as prayer, fasting, and generosity, and contrasts the religious elite and clergy of the day with those marginalized and ostracized by society. And interestingly, Jesus constantly points to the lowly ladder of the two as the one to whom the kingdom belongs. He is also constantly caught saying how good God is, as if he can't help it. Like an awesome dad who knows just what to give his kids to make them happy, but also what not to give them to keep them healthy. He says, don't worry about the basics of life, for if God provides food for the birds and makes the flowers look and smell good, won't he care for you who share his very DNA? And don't forget to ask him for whatever is on your heart. Talk to him, because he loves to provide for us, but he also loves to hear us ask. And amidst these riddles, parables, and even a few cryptic analogies, at the very end of this most famous teaching of Jesus, he leaves us with what I think might be a call to action. And this is where we pick up our reading today in Matthew 7, 24 through 29. Jesus says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall, because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the wind blew and beat against the house, and it fell with a mighty crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching because he taught as one who had authority and not as their teachers of the law. Jesus is painting this wonderful word picture for which anyone listening to him at the time would have had a great frame of reference. Galilee is hill country, and in the winter and early spring, when there are heavy storms and rain, the water pours down these torrent beds that cut through the hillsides, and they bring all sorts of debris and sediment with it. Um, That after these rivers in the hill canyons dry up in the summertime, uh, they leave some pretty perfect plateaus and platforms of sand and stone and everything that's run down and been deposited there that to the untrained or foreign eye just might be the perfectly flat and level foundation for, yes, you guessed it, building something. 
Jesus is likening someone who listens to his teaching and then goes away and doesn't do anything about it, someone who's had the weight and the responsibility of truth dropped on them and then turns from it and doesn't take action, to this poor sap who thinks he's found the most killer spot for his new beach house. And not if, but when the storm comes, he gets the rug pulled right out from under him, literally. His house comes crashing down from the very foundations. Yikes. But the person who takes action on Jesus' words is like someone who finds a solid bedrock that's perhaps been revealed by all the soft earth that's washed away around it from years and years of previous landslides and erosions, a plot that stood the test, and he builds on that. And the storm comes and huffs and puffs and can't blow his house down because he's built on the rock. Notice it's not built on the rock of the knowledge of Jesus' teaching. Remember which person Jesus makes out to be the fool here, the one with knowledge and only knowledge. I think there's room here for what Jesus says to mean that you can have all the knowledge in the world, all the book learning and systematic theology all figured out, but if you're not putting that knowledge into practice, if you're not loving your neighbor as yourself and your life isn't exhibiting those good fruits, the fruits of the Spirit, you're just going to wash out. Knowledge, theories, and sound logic definitely carry a certainty with them. There's a safety to hearing a sermon or a teaching or truth and sitting on it like you've got it filed away and figured out. When you actually hit the field and move into application to everyday life, the lines get a little bit blurry. But that's what obedience looks like, like moving from the black and white text of a page to the gray of the real world. A number of years ago, Stephanie, my wife, and I went camping in the Boundary Waters Wilderness area in northern Minnesota. It's one of the most visited and largest uncut forested areas in the country. And you can only enter by canoe. And since, of course, there's no cell phone service, uh, you have to know the skill of orienteering with a map and compass. Thankfully, we had a guide with us. But still, let me tell you, when you're looking at these maps of the lakes and wilderness and charting your course from one portage and passage to another lake to lake and campsite to campsite, it looks pretty easy on paper, but once you're in a wobbly canoe and the horizon looks like nothing but a solid line of trees at the edge of the water on all sides, it's a whole different ballgame. The wildness of the field holds way more uncertainty and variables than the safety and clear-cut sort of obviousness of the map. Hearing Jesus' teaching gives us the advantage of distance and space and the comfort and safety of the critic, but he's inviting us into something a bit more unsettled, more uncertain, maybe even more dangerous, and yet somehow incredibly solid, like building a house on a bedrock foundation. With this picture Jesus gives us of these two guys, the one who builds his beach house on the washed-out sediment and then ends up getting washed out himself, and the smart one who builds on the rock, I think of our guide in the Boundary Waters, Peta, who, when you put her in a canoe and gave her a compass and map, you had no doubt she was going to aim the canoe in the right direction. If I was going to be lost in the woods with anyone, it'd probably be Peta. The wise man or woman is the person of action. Not the person who's just good at reading maps and telling you about them, but the one who actually knows what to do when you're in the boat. 
And the action that Jesus calls us to is surrender, to obey, to release, to follow, and to empty ourselves that we may be filled with his spirit, to step into the unknown of obedience and trust that, like that good dad, who provides solid ground to meet our feet. Let's pray. Father, give us strength to surrender. Give us wisdom to be people of action, to act on your words, and not just hear them and file them away. Nudge our spirits to step out into the gray of the unknown, of obedience. Help us to do it afraid if we have to. Give us strength. Give us guidance. Give us your spirit. Thank you for the gift of doing this work with you. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Bite. To find out more about the mission and ministry of Hope Brooklyn and to subscribe to our other podcasts and lots more, visit us online at www.hopebrooklyn.org.